I have a weekend class coming up for men in which I have invited women to come engage with the men, participate with the men, interact with the men, and then evaluate the men. I've created a form that the women are going to use to evaluate the man on many different points. How the man is occurring to the woman, what kind of impression he is making on her. Uh, the form is posted on the course page in case you're curious to look at it. Wherever I can post the PDF, I will so you have some idea what the hell I'm talking about. I've designed that form uh, best to my ability, and the form will probably keep changing as I make discoveries and fine tune things. But I believe these are actual markers, these are actual points of evaluation that go through the feminine psyche when they encounter men. That this rating system is actually going on organically all the time, but it may be going on at the below the threshold of conscious awareness. It kind of renders itself in the feeling body of the woman. She may not always have the occasion to even articulate. Uh, all the various impressions the man made on her, but she can feel the cumulative effect of it in her system. And my ambition here, my desire here, is to see if I can articulate it, if we can actually quantify it, so that the women can give this feedback and it can be something that can be communicated to the men so they have good information. I'm actually really looking forward to using this form and having this kind of interaction and feedback loop for men. But an interesting thing is happening. Uh, men are looking at this particular course and then they're looking at the form, which I deliberately posted on the course page. So the men know what they're in for. And more than one of them has written to me and I know they've been speaking to other people who are enrolling for my course. That they are not really sure they want to know. They're not really sure they want to be evaluated. They're not even sure they want this kind of truthful information from women. And hearing that saddens me first. Hearing that is like uh, symptomatic. Right, How you show up or how you not show up as a man is already indicative of where the hell you are in your masculinity. And hearing that reason from men, I don't want to know. One guy wrote, I don't know if I want to put myself through that put myself through that, put myself through what? Through getting this evaluation form from women and confronting it and seeing it, actually getting the raw data, clean data from women who are showing up in truly open-hearted spaces and just wanting to reflect back to the men how they are landing in their system.
the man doesn't want to put himself through the experience of having truth being reflected back to him. And I'm like, that in itself is a flaw in masculinity. Come to my class, don't come to my class. This feedback is free. I would urge you to look at this, that this actually is not in alignment with great masculine principles. <laughs> I know, I was thinking of this and it came to mind. I, I say this to, my, to the men in my dominant man course jokingly. I'm like, you guys are such fucking morons because you aren't watching the right movies anymore. I ask my man, how many of you have seen The Godfather? And it's like, a whole bunch of them haven't. I'm like, there. Remedy that, please. The lessons of life are in these movies. So, there's a part, many parts I love in The Godfather that men who love Godfather love all these various pieces. One part I love is the scene in the first act in the beginning where Vito Corleone, the godfather, he sends his lawyer, Tom Hayden, to Hollywood to talk to this big shot movie producer. And Tom Hayden, uh, Robert Duvall, he's very polite. He shows up very graciously. He never raises his voice. He just makes the request. This is what the godfather is requesting. He wants you to give this part to his godson. And the movie producer is yelling at him and thundering at him and telling him to go fuck himself that he's not scared of him. And Tom Hayden's response at the end of the producer's tirade is, thank you for a lovely meal. Uh, maybe your driver will be so kind as to take me straight to the airport. And then he delivers this precious piece of wisdom. Mr. Corleone is a man who insists on hearing bad news immediately. It gave me goosebumps the first time I heard it, and I still feel a zing on what that indicates. Mr. Corleone is a man who insists on hearing bad news immediately. That is a masculine virtue. It's a masculine virtue. It can be a human virtue, but it most certainly is a masculine virtue. That is a virtue of leadership. They're very parallel. The masculine imperatives and leadership imperatives are closely related. Why? Because if you want to be the head of any hierarchy, you need to demonstrate good leadership. Doesn't matter if your unit contains two other people. If you're leading two other people, you're going to still have to lead them well. And if you want to lead anybody as a man, if you want to lead your woman in your dynamic, 
you are expected to embody these virtues. You're expected to embody this masculine virtue and this leadership virtue. Men should have extremely negative temperaments, in my opinion. Men should be pessimists. Men should be on the lookout constantly for disasters. It's our job. If you're in any kind of elite position, even as a parent, it is your job to be on the lookout for disasters from every which way. That comes with leadership. The people who have accepted you as their leader are counting on that, that you're going to deliver. You aren't going to be the idiot sitting there cluelessly, and here comes a big fucking calamity to kill you and the people who are stupid enough to follow you. Because our leader was out to lunch. Are lost in his own selfish pursuits. Are lost in his own ego. Are simply in denial. Are sleeping it off in a heroin den someplace. Bad leadership. You are supposed to be on the lookout for bad news as a man. What else is wrong with that? It, what, this attitude that if you don't want to start by getting the correct information, uh, you're never going to do anything great in this world. You're never going to do anything significant in this world. And the people who follow you will remain as stuck, as stagnant as you are. You'll be a lousy leader to have, right? Because very fruitful things can and should follow at the back end of bad news. Bad news is actually good news. Why is bad news good news? Because it is correct information. It is just how things are right now. It's the starting point. Without the bad news, you don't have a starting point. You are out in la-la land. Nobody gave you the news. Right? What comes out of bad news? Another piece of humble masculine embodiment and leadership embodiment. Always admit your mistakes. Always admit your mistakes. Always admit your shortcomings. Always acknowledge your failures. Right? If you don't accept how you suck right now with women, if you can't digest the feedback they're giving you, there is no way you're improving. You're just... You've given up. You're a lost cause. There is no way to win if you don't acknowledge, first of all, I lost in this round. Study the great leaders of our time or any time, whether they be military leaders, whether they be leaders of industry, whether they even be leaders of social movements. Truly, pick any category of leadership, right? And you will see these virtues in place. Those people dealt in reality. 
anybody who can do anything significant in this world is a deep realist. They want to know all the news and they are more interested in the bad news because that's where their attention needs to go. That's where things need to be altered. That's where things need to be improved. That's where the opportunity is for expansion, where the news is bad. That's where inspired leadership is. I'm going to find the problems and I'm going to solve the problems. Not I'm going to hide from the problems. Please don't tell me the goddamn problems. I don't know if I want to put myself through that. I don't think I can handle the bad news. Yeah. Does this sound like masculine virtue? Does this sound like something that turns women wet for you? I don't want to know. It might hurt my feelings. Don't give me the bad news. It's pathetic. It's really pathetic. And there is no motion after that, right? The people who do amazing things in this world, oh my God, they know how to pivot, right? They will have no problem admitting if they are good at their job, if they are good leaders, if they are effective, they will say, yep, that thing I've been doing for six months, it was completely wrong. I was mistaken. I see it better now. Let's try it this way. Right. Those people not only welcome knowledge of their failures, they dissect their failures. They go into it with excruciating detail because you know why? Another aspect of both masculine embodiment is leadership embodiment is you are bigger than any single failure and you're bigger than any single success. You're interested in ongoing adjustment. Had one success, excellent, wonderful. Should feel good about it and then keep going. Had one failure, so what? Because the greater desire is for course connect correction. Success means we're on course, excellent. Let's keep, let's do more of it. Stay on course. Failure. Haha, ha, interesting. What's going on here? Study the failure. But certainly, studying the failure is not going to happen if you refuse to look at the failure. And I see men doing that these days. I don't care whether you come to my class or don't come to my class. But this really childish, boyish, Almost girlish attitude. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. It might hurt my feelings. I don't want to know. I'm like, wow, this doesn't, this doesn't inspire a man to get to know you. This doesn't inspire a man to want to collaborate with you, to build anything with you, because you sound like a pussified asshole. This is exactly the kind of guy you're demonstrating. Oh, if I if we go into business together and there's bad news, I don't want to know. And right off the bat, even before you have come into class, you're actually demonstrating exactly why women would find you repulsive. Because they would find this bitch-ass attitude repulsive in men. 
that they don't have the capacity to confront reality. They don't have the capacity to confront errors, to course correct, to pivot, to adjust, to maneuver, and be maneuvering towards success. So, there's free advice for all of you men who are not coming to my course. Enjoy. <laughs>